Welcome to Growth Marketing Today, where marketers, designers, and product owners level up their growth marketing chops from experts in today's top startups. Here's your host, Ramley John. Welcome to this episode of Growth Marketing Today. Today we have Haley Friedman, the Product and Growth Marketing Manager at RealtyShares. That's a Union Square Venture, GC, and Mendel-backed real estate investing marketplace based out of San Francisco. Now, Haley is also the president of the badass marketers and founders in Silicon Valley. It's the biggest and largest community of marketers and founders with over 16,000 members in the Valley. Uh, That's amazing. You can also, in this episode, learn how Haley started out and grew the affiliate program at RealtyShares and how uh, she does product marketing and how you can stand out as a marketer if you're trying to get a job as your first job. Now, if you want the high-level outline and quotes from this episode, as always, you can go to growthmarketing.today forward slash 018. That's growthmarketing.today forward slash 018. Anyway, I don't want to hold you back anymore. Here's my chat with Haley. Hey, everyone. I have Haley here all the way from San Francisco. How's it going, Haley? Good. How are you? I'm doing pretty well, except it's cold and snowy, and it's probably much better in the weather there in San Francisco. It's really beautiful out today, actually, from my window. It looks very clear, although I've not left. Nice. Thanks for rubbing it in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, you're from New York, right? So I guess you prefer snow or you prefer... No, I'm out in San Francisco for a reason. I don't want to deal with the snow. (laughs) Uh, Same. I know before we start talking about Realty Shares and doing growth and working with Josh at Banff and mentoring at Tradecraft, you're doing all these crazy things. Maybe you can tell my listeners a little bit about your career journey because I love hearing how growth people get to where they are because it's just so like a zigzag. Yeah, definitely didn't like wasn't born knowing I wanted to do growth. So after college, I did a program called Teach for America and I taught eighth grade English in the Bronx for two years. And yeah, so that was pretty wild. And while I was doing that, I had an idea for a mobile app that I started working on on the side and I put together a team of people from across the country and we we met over Skype and we worked on this project and we ended up launching it on the App Store and we won a student startup competition and we got invited to South by Southwest and that was kind of the first time I had ever even seen the startup tech scene firsthand and I was like, wow, this is just way more fun than what I'm doing. So I kind of decided that I really wanted to be a part of this world where everyone, where all these kids are wearing t-shirts with their logo on it and excited about <laughs> So I decided when my teaching commitment was up to leave teaching and to go work at a startup. So I joined a startup in New York. I kind of realized that in order to build a company, I had a lot to learn about how to build a business. And the best way to do that would be to join one at the ground mm. floor and to watch someone who's done this before build the company. So that's what I did. I joined a startup as a second employee in New York. It was a mobile advertising startup and was there for a few years, wore a lot of different hats and then decided that, well, the company ended up being more B2B and more about like sales and business development Mm. rather than marketing. And I guess what I realized after all of that is that you can have a product and you can have an amazing team, but if you don't know how to get customers, then you don't have anything that's very valuable. 
So I became really fascinated with marketing and like how to get Joe Schmo to sign up for something or buy something. And it was just this whole gray area that I didn't understand that well. And I wanted to learn more about. So I started self-educating, decided I wanted to move out to San Francisco, really wanted a job in B2C marketing. I started working at Realty Shares and that's where I still am now. So I've been doing growth marketing for them for the past two years and now doing a little more product marketing, which has been interesting to learn about as well. Nice. So how does Ralph and Josh fit into it? Like you worked with him a little bit? Yeah. So, so my full-time job is working at Realty Shares where I do marketing for them. And on the side, I started working on a blog called Growth Marketing Pro. And so that's my blog where I share all my growth marketing tactics and stuff. And in the process of working on that and growing that, I met Josh and I heard that Josh was moving down to to LA to go start this agency, which he actually asked me to go be a co-founder on. Oh, (laughs) wow. Okay. (laughs) You're that awesome. Josh, like asked Haley to like, Hey, you want to be a co-founder of this agency? Yeah, but I just couldn't leave San Francisco. I just love it here so much. So but that's okay. I'm going to work on my own stuff up here. But I did take over BAMP here in San Francisco. And so I've been running live events where I'll interview founders and marketers kind of like we're doing now, right? Like a fireside chat and we'll have a hundred to 200 people show up. So we'll do that. And then started building up the San Francisco Facebook, BAMP Facebook group. Nice. I know you came from New York and you didn't want to leave San Francisco. What is it about San Francisco that just grabbed your heart? Like you don't want to leave that place? Like what is it about that space and city that like just completely reeled you in, right? Yeah. So I think it's a special place for sure. I like the pace of life here. I think it's like a very manageable and happy, enjoyable place to live. But more so than that, for work purposes, it's just like, I think I told you earlier, it's like networking on speed. Like, it's just crazy. Everyone here is working on the same kinds of things. So you can just, you know, you'll be sitting in a cafe or coffee shop and you'll overhear conversations and everyone's talking about the same stuff. Like, we're all working at tech companies or startups. We're all dealing with the same problems. We're all using the same tools. So it's just like you can talk about work with anyone, which I think is really fun. Let's talk a little bit about Realty Shares. Like, what is Realty Shares for my listeners who don't know what it is? Yeah, Realty Shares is a real estate crowdfunding platform. So, it makes it easy for anyone to invest in real estate online. So, like, historically, you needed a couple hundred thousand dollars to invest in a real estate deal. Now, you can invest with as little as $5,000 and you can, like, handpick investment opportunities all across the country and diversify into real estate. That's great to hear. How did you get into that company? Did they find you, you applied or, you know, it just, you were in one of those speed networking thing and then all of a sudden you met the founders. Yeah. So I didn't even move to San Francisco when I got the job yet. So oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, the first marketing hire at Realty Chairs found me on AngelList and we had a few phone calls and then I had a, a video chat meeting with the CEO and the first marketing hire over there and they hired me and I moved. <laughs> <laughs> So I was on, I was like the 15th employee back then, and now we're over 100 now. So And then the guy who hired me is who I started my blog with, Mark Spera. So him and I were mm. together. I know it might have been like two years ago. Looking back, is there anything particular about yourself that you did that made you so attractive that they wanted to move you there in San Francisco? Like, is, is there something you were doing or like, 
how did you get that job before you even moved? Like, that's pretty much I like to know. Yeah, I think the best thing that you can do is just like show proof that you can take initiative and like build something and follow through on something. So I think whether it's something really small, whether you you know start a podcast or try and start a startup, whether or not it works, or like start a blog or just build a following of some kind, you know, just like build traction in some way to prove that you're capable of building something. Mm. And I guess you were working on some stuff already. Were you blogging at that point or did you? I wasn't blogging yet. Well, I wasn't working on that blog. I started working on a different blog. I think I've always had like things I was working on on the side. (laughs) Probably the best like completed version of that was the app that I started working on. But like, I think there were other things here and there that just proved that I was like had an entrepreneurial spirit and was going to not need a lot of direction and just go implement things. So I think that's... Yeah, that's the, one of the things you just called yourself very entrepreneurial. And I find hiring entrepreneurs is the best, right? Like you said, they get shit done. They are very problem solvers. I think the struggle is like, how do you attract entrepreneurs? Like what was it about Realty Shares where you were so attracted of working for them instead of like starting your own new thing, your new app or... I don't know, starting a, something. As an entrepreneur, you want to start stuff, right? And then all of a sudden, you're pulled into this space where now you're employee number 15. Or How did they lure you? How did they get you? How did they attract you to their company, their vision? I think for me, I still had a lot to learn about marketing. And so I really wanted to join a company where I was going to have a mentor and someone mm-hmm. above me to really show me the ropes, which I did. And Mark is still you know, a mentor to me today. But now that I've gathered a lot of knowledge, I don't know if I would necessarily join a company at that stage yet. So we'll see what the next moves look like for me. But I think the first years of my career were about just like knowledge gathering. What was the biggest learning you had like working there for two years? Anything in particular that either Mark shared you or you learned on your own, whether through failures or through successes? Yeah, I think what I'm learning right now is really interesting as we mature from like a startup to a more mature (laughs) company is that it was very much so about growth in the first couple of years. And so I led growth marketing on one side of our business. And now that we are maturing, it's a little bit more my role shifted to product marketing. So learning what the difference was, was pretty interesting. So I work a lot more cross-functionally with like our product team. So I'm thinking about the customer experience from end to end rather than just like growth and acquisition. So like when someone joint like signs up on our platform, what's their experience on our website within our product? What's it like when they communicate with our sales team after they sign up, after they invest? Like what is their experience on our platform with updates and like continued communication and like thinking about the whole experience from end to end. And so I'm working really closely with our product team and making product changes that are going to help. And I'm working with our sales team and doing, having a lot of conversations with our customers and doing persona research and thinking about messaging and our brand. And so just like a whole another world of things to think about. Uh, That's interesting because like when I think about growth, it's all about a lot of it is data. A lot of it is, you know, experiments. And then on the other hand, when you start talking to them about brand equity and persona, right? 
metrics driven people like myself might be like originally I was like oh my goodness I, I want to stay away from that is that what you're finding like you're now shifting from like just experimental stuff and now you're doing more user persona yeah so that is what's happening it's nice that I have my blog always to work on and where I get to work with my like, growth marketing tactics and things so I'm always you know working those muscles anyway but like I said I think the beginning of my career is just about gathering knowledge and I'm all I care about is learning as long as I'm learning new things and it's the same thing with growth marketing and why I love it so much it's just like I'm always learning about new tools and new tactics and that's what keeps it fun for me so as long as I'm learning new things I'm happy and I'm learning new things about product marketing which is different than growth marketing so I'm just gonna gather all of the knowledge that I can and then whatever endeavor is next I think I'll have all the tools in my toolkit oh, that's great to hear Let's talk a little bit about your early part. You said you were doing a lot of growth. What did your process look like doing growth marketing and acquisition? So I really wore every hat and I've worked on every channel. Like in the early days, I think when I first joined, I was doing like PR and SEO and AdWords <laughs> and stuff. Nice. And then we hired a PR guy. We hired a paid marketing guy who started doing taking over AdWords. And then I tested into like, Native channels like Outbrain, Taboola, and Yahoo, and things like that. Tested into podcasts, tested into direct mail. And then I built up our referral program, and I built our affiliate program, which is now one of our largest channels, highest ROI, most scaled. Nice. Well, before we go through product marketing, because I'm really curious what your process looked like at product marketing, was there any like specific set of experiments early on that really either moved the needle or the result really surprised you as a growth marketer at Real Shares? Yeah, I think my favorite thing was working on our affiliate program. So the process that I took to build that up, well, I'll tell you what I did. So basically when I first joined, Mark was like, okay, Haley, go build an affiliate program. <laughs> affiliate program, I have no idea. So an affiliate program is when you partner with bloggers or influencers that then go write about your product and they'll link back to your site and basically you pay them per sign up that they send to you. So my first attempt at building this affiliate program was terrible. So basically I reached... I created a list of all the people who write about finance and real estate, all the bloggers. And then I reached out to them over email to tell them that we have an affiliate program and they kind of, and I got no responses, like not one, I got 60 people and no one answered. Oh shit. <laughs> that didn't work. It didn't work. And then I was working on a side project at the time and it was a blog about the best food restaurants in New York. So I, I started working on it back when I was in New York. I had like surveyed 300 people about their favorite restaurant in every category. And so I was like working on this little blog on the side and I would pick a category and I'd write a top five blog post about it. So like the top five pizza spots in New York or the top five sushi restaurants in New York. And so I would write a blog post about it and I would post it on social media and then tag all the restaurants I mentioned like on Twitter or Facebook and to my surprise, even though I was just this little dinky blog that had no domain authority at all, <laughs> every, like 50 to 60% of the restaurants I mentioned would like it or retweet it or 
share it and say, wow, so honored to be mentioned on Top 5 City Guide was the name of my blog. And like big brand names like Carvel Ice Cream or like Caviar, which is a, and Postmates and like 16 Handles, which is an ice cream place. Like all these really big restaurants and things that I would never have thought would care that they were mentioned. And so I came to this realization that people love being recognized. Mm. Love wow. recognition. Right. And like a really powerful thing. And so I took that with me to Realty Shares and I've taken it with me everywhere I go. It's really interesting to watch this play out. And so I wrote blog posts at Realty Shares about like the top 60 real estate investment bloggers or top 50 financial bloggers. And so we wrote these blog posts and I'd reach out and let them know that they were mentioned. So I'd send them an email, you know, like, hey, we gave you some love on our blog. Check right. it out. And they were so honored. And so after, they were like, wow, thank you so much. I'm going to share it. And then after that, I said, you know, by the way, we have this affiliate program where Smart. right about how you for lead. And so we had like a 18% conversion rate wow. from that. That's cool. Yeah. That's an amazing insight. Just like people like being recognized. Like at the end of the day, people blog or people launch restaurants so that they can get their name out, right? And you just tapped into that innate feeling for recognition and popularity or, you know, that's cool. Exactly. I'm trying to digest it right now because that's so good. I might actually tap that into this podcast, like top five or 10 people that you should be following on social media about growth. Totally. It works in absolutely every industry. Like you can apply it to anything, which is what's so powerful about it. So it's, um, I wrote a blog post about it. It's called the secret growth hack to building an affiliate program but it really applies to so much more than just right. affiliate. Program. And it's also the, it's my growth hack that Josh included in the BAMF Bible. If you read it. <laughs> cool. Yeah. He launched that on product hunt. And so this growth hack is in there too. Well, I will link that out. I think that's a really great insight. So now you you've launched this affiliate program. And then when did you start doing more product marketing? I would say a couple months ago, I started doing more product marketing. I'm just curious how your process looks like for product marketing right now. I know you talked about how different growth marketing is from product marketing. You were running a lot of experiments for growth. And then for product marketing, it's probably more focused on, like you said, user persona and, and really understanding the full user story. Yeah. So product marketing begins with customer persona research. So just like having interviews with customers and getting it to the core of what they like about your product, what they don't like, who they are, how they spend their life, how they, you know, do they go to conferences? Do they read articles online? What websites are they on? Just like trying to get to know who they are and how they speak about your offerings so that you can sit down and figure out the right way to message to them, which is really important. I think you gather a lot of insights when you speak to your customers, things that you could not have known otherwise. And when you're so close to the product, it can be hard to step away and understand it from a customer's perspective. And even though it's pretty, you know, product, so that's like what's at the core of product marketing is understanding the customer and then using that information that you just gathered to inform your messaging, the products that you build and the features you build and the way that sales should be communicating with your customers. Nice. I know it's only been two months. Is there any particular insight or any particular learnings that you've gained on product marketing 
or learnings, like anything like surprise you about maybe even for realty shares or. Yeah, I think some of so, you know, as growth marketers, we're always thinking about growth experiments and like what channels <laughs> can we use. And we always thinking about, you know, just as being a marketer and thinking about what's going to move the needle most, like as a growth marketer, it could feel like, oh, we need to like test this new channel or we need to like optimize this campaign and that's going to lead to the most growth. But in reality, what I've seen is that it can really be product tweaks that you make that mm, actually. Right. So like things within your sign up flow or, you know, your funnels, like tweaks that you're making inside your product can actually be the biggest unlocks. Is there any particular tweaks that you've done for the sign up or the flow for Realty Shares that it's like, wow, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Just the page that you landed on after you signed up for Realty Shares. We made a lot of changes there that kind of encourage people to make their first investment or to get on the phone with us. So our original landing page there was kind of confusing and and unclear. And so I worked closely with the product team to improve conversion on activation, we call it, on that page. And we saw like an increase of phone calls. So we pushed like trying to get people on the phone with our investor services team. We were able to like increase that by 5x. And the reason we wanted to get people on the phone is because they're like 100% more likely to make an investment after they get on the phone with their reps. So nice. that was a big unlock. I know I'm probably taking a step back, but I'm curious, like you started your early career as an educator. Has that helped you at all? I find like as growth in a team or a company, a big part of it is championing that process or championing product marketing. So, you know, you're educating people on what you're doing and the wins that you've done. Do you find like that's helped you, you know, where you're at right now, starting off as an educator? Yeah, I actually wrote a whole post about this that I haven't posted yet, but. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah, just about how being a, a teacher set me up to work in a startup environment. I think there's a lot of things that translate over really well. I think, first of all, just like having a thick skin and just like being ready for absolutely anything that's thrown at you. So. It's like being really adaptable because you just, when you're in a room with like 30 middle schoolers, you just never know what on earth is going to happen that day. So you have to be ready for anything and you have to be, take things as it comes and know how to adapt. And that's definitely true of a startup as well. You just don't know what's going to happen every day. There's always surprises. There's always changes. You could like, yeah. So I would say that for that reason alone, and there are many more, but it is definitely helpful. <laughs> it's good to hear. I think you've like progressed from where you were before to where you're at now. If anybody asks you, like they're maybe studying in school right now, or are they trying to transition into growth or product marketing, what kind of advice or tips would you have for them, for those people who are like trying to transition to growth or product? Yeah, I would say there's a lot of education you can do for yourself online. So like reading marketing blogs was huge for me. Like reading Neil Patel blogs was kind of yeah. <laughs> way drugged for me and getting into this. And so now I'm trying to, you know, give back and do the same on my blog by sharing all of my tactics and secrets and things. But yeah, so there's a lot of educating you could do. Read blogs online, talk to other marketers, go to conferences. I'm going to growth marketing conference today. And I can't wait to like go talk to, you know, there's marketers from all over the world solving similar problems. So it's always fun to hear about how they did it. Awesome. That's great to hear. Hey, before I wrap up, uh, is there any particular place where people can find you, your blog, or maybe even a shout out to Realty Shares? Like 
any promotion you want right now, like by yourself, Twitter, LinkedIn, doesn't matter. Where, where can people find you and your blog? Yeah, two things. Connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm always sharing stuff on there. Nice. And check out my blog, growthmarketingpro.com. Awesome. Well, thank you, Healy. I really appreciate your time here. Yeah, of course. It's great to meet you. Have fun at the Growth Marketing Conference. Thanks. Gotta go get ready. <laughs> All right. Hey, thank you for listening all the way to the very end. One of the things I love about what Haley said is how she grew the affiliate program and she reached out to what people want is to be recognized. And it's something that I've been thinking about with this podcast is the ability to reach out and tap into that recognition desire from people. Well, anyways, if you still want to get the high-level outline quotes from this episode from amazing Haley, is you can check out the website at growthmarketing.today forward slash 018. So if you have any questions or feedback, feel free to send me a short email at ramley at growthmarketing.today. Other than that, this is Ramley from Growth Marketing Today and keep on growing.